Welcome to the Yeah Buddy Experience podcast. If you're looking for a podcast to motivate you and get you on track to overcoming obstacles and challenges, this podcast is definitely for you. Get ready for powerful and inspirational goodness brought to you by your hosts, Mike and Johnny. Yeah, buddy! I'm here. Mike's here. Mike's always here. You can just hear Mike in the distance. It's always good. Hey, move, just move. <laughs> I think that's it, bro. So can your chair swivel a little bit? It can, it can. What about here? Yeah, it's, it's delayed, so one sec. I can see you. There you go, man. Cool. Sweet. There we go. All right, cool. Okay, so, so it's we're working. On... It's up and running, bro. What, what episode are we on now? Because I'm lost all the time, man. Um, <clears throat> Episode... I think this will be episode six. Um, Because I'm an absolute waste of space sometimes and yeah. during the pandemic i kind of went completely inside myself and um did too much extracurricular stuff extracurricular stuff stayed up too late overthought stuff argued with people uh ignored your messages well just be honest just say how it is i, yeah. I was messaging johnny all the time saying johnny look we need to get on the pod. We should get some guests on. We should make this happen, make that happen. And I was just getting no responses. I was getting in. And I'm sitting there going, wow, Johnny's just, I thought we were tight, man. I thought me and Johnny were friends, you know. And now I'm, what's going on, man? What's going on? Uh, no, that's exactly <laughs> what I just said, what was going on. You may be going to go into it. We've, we've had this conversation. I think um, the whole lockdown thing kind of took everybody by surprise. Not me, which is what I was just explaining to Eugene in the car on the way here, but um for joe blogs i think this is kind of like it's unprecedented times and everybody's had to react to it in a different way and something i just said to eugene outside was it's helped a lot of people out in a good way mm -hmm. spiritually um getting themselves together and what have you but it's also had the counter effect and the negative effect on a lot of people um people that essentially lost their jobs furloughed and going crazy like i was a little bit um not knowing where the next check's coming from etc etc so in the yeah. middle of that everybody's been affected differently so no, no, i agree well you know? when you said joe blogs i'd probably put myself in that bracket because i was very much just watching the news eagerly going what's going to happen and i think the last pod we did the one in the studio it was very much around the lines of we're going to be going to lockdown soon you know, remember that conversation? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be next week. And I was still of the mindset, like, I'm not too sure what's going to happen. However, there is a virus and it's killing people and we might go into lockdown. Now, some weeks later, I'm now sitting here kind of going, I don't really know because it does seem a bit strange and I'm going to go straight into it. But so we were told to, to, to quarantine and, and go into lockdown because there's this virus that's killing loads of people. And that we need to stay inside. Uh, what was the lines that the, the lovely... Um, stay Boris, home, stay safe. Stay home, protects, uh, protect... NHS. The NHS. Yeah, yeah, so that, that mantra was, was put out and banned. And I, I listened to it, I took it on full board. But then now we've had protests, we've had people at the beaches, and I don't see the spike in numbers as they were proclaiming it would be. So it's now got me sitting here going... I don't really understand that. It sounds a bit questionable. And then you've got the whole thing of Boris Johnson on the news, I think it was on Monday, saying, shop, I'm, I'm, out, I'm out, guys, now buy stuff, buy stuff. And I'm sitting there going, okay, so we still have a pandemic. We still have people dying in their numbers, <clears throat> in, in, in the hundreds. But you're now telling me 
I need to go out and spend my money and buy stuff that I probably could have bought while I've been on lockdown for the past 10 weeks because mm-hmm. there's online shopping and all the other stuff, which people did, smart people did. Yeah. Queuing outside of a pre-mark at 7 a.m. in the morning to buy, what are you buying? T-shirts, pants, and some socks. Slim soles. Come on. To go where? To church. Send the kids back to school, which, oh, is, which is another element of it all. That it's okay for the kids to go back to school, yeah. but not every year. So at the beginning of the whole thing, it was kind of like, okay, Boris wants to go with the herd... Um, what was it? Herd immunity, was it? Yeah, herd immunity. Just let people die. Let not, necessarily, die. <laughs> not necessarily let people die, but you, he he clearly had an idea. He wanted to go ahead with herd immunity. Um, he was getting knocked back from his advisors. He was getting knocked back from the public. He was getting knocked back purely from the information that we were able to access and yeah. looking at different countries and the way that they were handling the pandemic and the outbreak and what have you. So that's clearly what he wanted to do. And then um, he changed his mind. So I, don't, I just don't understand... How now we're saying certain age groups can go back to school. Go back to school. Yeah, yeah of course, man. But Send others can't. Yeah. And then certain people can go back to work, but then other people can't. Yeah. And it's it's all counteractive. It's counterintuitive. Well, it's, it's mixed messages. It's, it's contradictive. Yeah, it's mixed messages. Um and you've got people all over the place and I I pay an awful lot of attention to social media. This is where you're going. No, 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 no. Media, man. I pay a lot of attention to social Mess media. Mind up, I don't partake in a lot of stuff on social media. Mm-hmm. I like to see what people are saying on social media to get an understanding of what quote unquote stupid people think is really happening. And so I understand what they what their vision is and what they believe is happening. So I can kind of read between the lines and think, okay, social media is kind of a place where a, a, a small percentage of people go on, their voices are unheard, they shout loud, they're obnoxious, um, racist, which I'm well, sure we'll get onto. Well, it's a mixed bunch. I, it's I a mixed know. bunch. Me, yeah, no, it is a mixed bunch because for me, I, I try. There was a period which we're probably gonna, we're going to touch upon that, but there's a period where I I was living on social media, so gathering my my thoughts from the information that I was seeing on a day to day basis in in regards to the COVID nineteen, and it just was then putting me in a bit of a state, kind of going is this really safe? You know, going supermarkets and stuff like that. And then the supermarket changing from you being a queue in Asda where the queue's going around the block and everyone's two meters to then a week later, I'm now standing side by side with somebody mm-hmm. and you're kind of going, what's changed in the space of a week? There's no uh, cure. There's no cure has been changed. There's, there's nothing other than people in, in, in the office or, or the House of Parliament have now told me that it's okay to now go shopping a bit more and I'm kind of going that doesn't make sense you know it just doesn't for me it doesn't add up it just is not clear it's not um, a message that I can understand which leaves me with more questions than answers of what is actually going on that's the question that always comes to mind <clears throat> I'm not a conspiracy theorist or anything like that but I, I'd class myself as a, a logical person that can sit down and and listen to what there's being told and it just doesn't sound clear, you know? It just doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound like a, a very strong message that I should be following. Where does the term conspiracy theorist come from? Educate me, brother. Educate no, me. Just, I think it was coined by the CIA after the assassination of JFK because a lot of people were coming up with um, ideas and theories, essentially what it is about uh, this smells fishy. Yeah. Um, God knows what would have happened if they had the internet back then. Oh, there'd be um, massive problems, man. Yeah, but so there's a lot of people doing a lot of research, and then um, the CIA said, "Okay, do you know what? 
conspiracy theorists. So anytime that anything ever gets mentioned or said that I that we don't like, the establishment don't like the it's sound of, we can just label it as a yeah, conspiracy. Yeah, of course, of course. Therefore, a large um, percentage of the population will instantly switch off from it yeah. and be like, okay, that's bullshit. Yeah. Right? Well, no, I think that's so the sphere. The reason, sphere. I, the reason I'm saying that is because you just said you're not a conspiracy theorist, but in your heart, how what do you think is happening? How do you feel? It, it, it's not conspiracy. This you live in this world. It's yeah, your no, no, world. Of course, I'm. I wouldn't. I, for me, I, I, as I said, I'm not someone that believes in conspiracy because you can go down that rabbit hole. You can jump on the net, and it will take you down so many roads to the point where you then sit down going shit. However, for me, I try and take. This sounds quite naive, right? But I try and take the information that's put on um, or put out as something that. I can then digest and say, okay, there must be some truth behind this. Obviously, that sounds stupid now. We are 11 weeks later and a lot of the stuff doesn't really make much sense. But that's kind of been my, my mantra going forward is, yes, I, I see stuff online. I, I, I hear stuff. But there is a message that being put forward. I'm going to try and take it on and see if I can use that to then live some of my life. Not my whole life because obviously some of the stuff doesn't really apply to me. But use some of it as that is the truth. Mm-hmm. Which sounds very naive. I understand that. I hold my hand up. I am not that naive, but it's just I don't want to live in that world where everything is not necessarily a conspiracy, but everything is the blue pill, the red pill. My dad's like that. My dad's very much of you tell my dad something, and he's always red or blue pill type stuff. You know what I mean by yeah, 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 yeah Matrix. He's very much. He's, he's very much of oh, so okay, that means this, and and he goes down roads to the point where you have to say, Dad, you need to chill. Like it's a parking warden. You got a ticket. It doesn't mean anything other than you parked on the yellow line. That's it. So for me, it's trying to get an understanding of what's going on. And I don't want to fill my head with too many questions. It's hard enough living sometimes, let alone to have questions about shit that I can't control. So you've conformed? I've not conformed to anything. I've just allowed some of the stuff to to take a back seat opposed to letting it control and 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 change my thoughts going forward. I just let it take a back seat. Because if okay. not, you got we had a conversation. The conversation we had, um, I think I was then I would message you after the Windrush program I watched. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that night I was drinking. Oh, okay. Oh, Here buddy, we go. Really... So this this makes sense now. So yeah, I well... was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he, what you you reading the stuff that I read? Yeah, and then I so... was thinking, what are you sending me here? That's I, what I, I should I, be sending I, you. No, no, I had a bit of a night. So what happens? My dad <laughs> sent me shitloads of stuff on on the George Floyd stuff and a few other things. And I watched those and I was like, okay, heavy. And then I started watching uh Sitting in Limbo. Uh, which is the Windrush yeah, um, yeah. TV show. Really good show. If you haven't seen it, I, I recommend <clears> it. I highly recommend it. It's on, I think it's on BBC iPlayer. Awesome watch. However, I started watching that and man, I got sadder and sadder watching it because for me, my grandparents came here when in the 60s. My grandmother came here when she was 19. My mother and my father were born here. I'm born here. So for me, that tale kind of, can, it could be my tale, you know? It could be me looking at my grandfather going, they're going to put you in a, a holding cell and then they're going to try and threaten to send you back. Mm -hmm. And it just threw me. And from that, I had maybe a sip. I had a sip of, uh, what did I have? Ray and Nephew? No, no, huh? no, no, no. Come on. I had, it was some rum. It was some sort of rum. There was some spiced rum. Okay. So I had a sip of that and I haven't drank in God knows. It's my birthday. So it's like Gremlins, uh, yeah? Yeah, it was, I think it was on the 9th of June. So my birthday is the 10th and I had a sip. And seriously, that one sip was just like, you know, when an alcoholic's just had the first drink that he hasn't had for ages. It was just like, dun, dun, dun. 
before I know it, half the bottle's done. Then I start speaking to you on the WhatsApp. And then the stuff that I saw from my dad, I was just like, I've seen this, this is in my head now. I'm now looking at more stuff. And then I start speaking to you and then you're throwing stuff back at me and I'm watching this stuff and I'm kind of going, dun, 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 dun. And it's just building in my head. And I'm like, I'm going down a road and the road that it took me, I, I, I went to bed at like eight in the morning or something, finished two bottles that side. Woke up and I was just like, bloody hell, what happened? You know, what happened? And that was just on the beer facts of just kind of letting yourself take on the information mm -hmm. and then having even more questions. That The videos with the, the George Floyd stuff, the, the stuff I sent to you. Yeah, I think... Um, I watched that and that really threw me because <clears throat> when I originally watched the stuff, I had questions. And it was just a few questions. It wasn't a lot, but it was a few questions in terms of the camera angles, in terms of the roadside angle that they showed that he was on the ground. There was... Uh, I think it's four police officers around him or, or two, two on camera. And then there was the, the Oriental guy standing there and you've mm -hmm. got the people filming. Then they showed you another angle, same scene. There's no one standing on the side of the road. And I'm kind of going, how can that be the same shot? But there's no one there. I think... Um, and it threw me. I was just kind of going, That's just, I've got questions here, you know? Shel shelf that. Bookmark that. Because I don't want to get lost from the uh, pandemic that we were initially talking about. Because Shoot. I think that... These are all linked. I think these are linked, and I think they're planned events. Getting some of the sweets in, just letting everyone get know. Get some of the sweets There's in. There's jelly babies, and I'm like a jelly baby fiend. But with, yeah, with regards to the, uh, the pandemic and going back to that and everything that's happened here, I think, like I was saying, it's, it's people's mental states and, and the way they've had to really look after themselves with two months off, because mm -hmm. I think the first week was amazing, because it's a week off work. Yeah, that was good. Right? Two weeks. I can't believe I've got two weeks off work. Mm -hmm. Three weeks. This is this is good. You know what I mean? Enjoying life. Yeah. Four weeks. Dancing, singing, um, big beard, um, afro growing out into different places on my, my head. No, 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 no. A little bit coming own? out here, a little bit coming out there. Yeah. I'm looking in the mirror thinking, could I grow my hair back? Asking my missus, can I grow my hair back? What do you think? Asking the kids, like everything. I was trying different things out. Everything, like life was easy. And then when it was like a couple of days before I was going back to work, I was thinking, I got depressed. Okay. And yeah. Okay. Because I was just enjoying my freedom. And then I got the phone call mm -hmm. to say, oh, your furlough's been extended for four weeks. Okay, nice. So again, we're back to dancing in the kitchen again. Yeah, yeah. Um, but th those t that two-day, three-day period where I was thinking I've got to go back to work, I'm no longer free, mm -hmm. that's where I really start to deep things and think, actually, do you know what? And that's when I started to come yeah, yeah. off the rails a little bit because I was, tr I was thinking, but I am free. But then I was thinking, but there's borders everywhere. We can't go anywhere. Yeah. Ever since the whole um, be scared of the, the um, Arab man because they're terrorists since 9-11, I feel like the world's getting smaller and smaller mm -hmm. and they're trying to enclose us. They don't want us to go anywhere. So when the pandemic hit, we're I was thinking, we're yeah, we're, we're on, A, we're on lockdown. I love it when people say A, two, but anyway, so okay. A, we were on lockdown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> B, um, they're saying to you, we don't want you communicating with people. So you can't go and um, interact with people yeah, yeah. socially, right? You have to stay completely in your house. You're not allowed to go anywhere unless it's essential travel, yeah. all right, okay? So if you're any, if you're gonna get caught out, you'll be fined, blah, blah, blah. I've not seen anybody implementing any fines, right, for a okay. start. I know I'm aware that people have been fined, yeah. yeah, but there were no strict rules and regulations. All I thought was, right, my company said to me, 
we're going to have some meetings on Zoom yeah, and Google Hangouts and everything else. And then I'm thinking, well, I'm aware of what Zoom is and I know what Google Hangouts is, but how come all of a sudden this is an amazing new thing that we can use and people don't have to go into the office or... Yeah, to all yeah. these places that are far afield and pay uh, for fuel and lunch and everything else. And I'm thinking we could have been doing this already, but now everybody's pretending that it's a new thing. And then the, the term, the new normal got coined. Yeah, I don't, And, I don't and then I was thinking, what, what do you mean? What's the new normal? Like, yeah. why are you trying to say that I can't go and see my friends? Is it because you don't want me speaking to my friends about things? Um, and you don't want that inter that level of interaction there. You want to keep us separate. So everything, and then this is where the conspiracy side comes from it, is that you, you want to hear every conversation I have. Yeah. Therefore, I'm only going to be communicating with my friends and family via the phone. It's all tracked. Yeah, tracked. or on the computer. Yeah, so I can't plot against you. Yeah. So where we've gone from being scared of the terrorist, we've then gone, we're scared of uh, immigrants, and now we're scared of a virus, and now we're, we're scared of each other. Because essentially, like one of the things that has been very poignant about the pandemic is that someone said to me the other day, um, with the whole race thing, that's obviously reared its head and we're going to start talking about that, is that I said, you know what? Sometimes when I go shopping to Tesco's, Sainsbury's, Asda's, wherever you go shopping, Morrison's, Lidl, um, Aldi. Just Let's just name out. them all out. Let's like just label them outside. Outside. Do you know what I don't want any discount Looking for that. sponsorship out I, here, I'm not. I'm okay. I shop uh, at... Brewdog. I shop at Brewdog. Asda, and that's enough for me. I'm not helping any of these places. Sainsbury's, Tesco's is not for me. You get me? But go on. You, you can continue, sir. It's... Uh, um, other than the shout-outs. No, it's, you're so saying. So you shop at all of these places, right? Tell me what I'm thinking, because I've just completely lost myself here. I don't know. I was waiting for you to take me down the rabbit hole again. I was going to go. No, I am taking you down the rabbit hole, right? So yeah, they're they're keeping us separated. Forgive me if you if you want to hear, I will uh, tell you what I was going to say in about ten minutes, Ron. I remember. I think the audience is worried. They're thinking you're crazy now. No, no, I'm I am crazy, (laughs) but it's 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 been been built up in me for two months, and I'm now here, and I'm driving here, and I'm I know what I want to say. And I'm thinking, can I say that? Can I say this? So I'm trying not to implicate some people in... I don't in, think you can. We had this conversation five minutes before. I said, there's certain things you can't say. And then you said, Mike, I'm going to say what I want to say. I don't care anymore. And I said, dude, you can't say those things, man. We're going to get problems and they'll shut us down. You know? So I'm just saying, take it easy. No, I'm taking it easy. We've got jelly easy. babies. We've got sugar and stuff. It we've must have been what it is. Right. So we're scared. We're scared of everybody. Okay. So now we're scared of ourselves. So I said to my friend, if you're in any of these supermarkets... Milking these, I am. Right? <laughs> And I, mm-hmm. as a black man, am walking down an aisle, mm-hmm. busy supermarket, but on an aisle, there only might be two people on the aisle, okay? So if I'm walking down the aisle, there might be a lady that's walking towards me, yep. and I am, I am fully aware within myself that she feels awkward, okay? It's evident, it's obvious. So then I have to hold my body in a different way. Do you think act- you're looking for that though? No, no, no. I'm not looking for you're it. I've just noticed it. Way, I've from, just noticed it. Because for me, that's what I'm saying. I never really noticed that. Maybe because I've no, got no, no, headphones no. on and, and, and I'm in the zone. And this I've is me the- giving an example okay. to somebody, right? So with what I feel like, I noticed it. I wasn't mm. looking for it. It, it. On this occasion, I've noticed it. Okay, not looking for it. I'm like, oh shit, that was blatant. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, the pandemic has got everybody looking at everybody like that. Of course, yeah. yeah so course. white people are looking at white people, Asian people are looking at Asian people. And when we come close to each other, mm-hmm. um, oh, 
is he going to give me COVID-19, the coronavirus? Yeah. I don't know. So I was kind of like, to me, that's a little snippet of what racism feels like. No, no, I, Ever I so slightly, it's just the looks and the way that people act with you. But then yeah. again, they don't want people to interact with each other. So they're kind of pushing us further and further away. We're sitting at dinner tables. We've, the the age-old conversation that we're having now in the, in, the, in the age of technology is that kids are sitting at dinner tables with their iPads and phones. Yeah, yeah. Separate. It wouldn't happen in my house. But it happens in a lot of people's houses. Well, when I was growing up, my dad would shut that shit down. You yeah. would never have that. That's so why we're, I kicked out at 16. But <laughs> we're dis- yeah, we're disconnected from, from the family. Yeah. Okay. Even though we are in the family. So we're within our four walls. Yeah, yeah. But we're still disconnected. But it's a, it's a divide and conquer, isn't it? It's, it's you divide the masses. And we'll probably get on that with the whole racism stuff. Because I had a lot of thinking to do around that. So originally I was peeved off. I was annoyed. And then it changed to this is done for a reason it's done for a reason to have this divide you know because there shouldn't be a divide it's 2020 and we're still having issues about you black this or you black that and i'm kind of going we've lived with each other for how many years there's no difference between us if we bleed the same so why are we still having these issues and why are these issues now have now arisen to a point where it's like a race riot there's the stuff i saw on the weekend where you had the, the hooligans come down because they were hooligans, they were racist, they, they were doing monkey chants and coming down for a fight after a few drinks. <clears throat> that didn't need to happen. Well, Euro 2020 was supposed to start on Saturday, right? Uh, potentially, I, I can't remember. Yeah, I'm not bracketing people in, I'm not stereotyping or anything, okay? But the vast majority of the people that were in London on Saturday would not have been there mm-hmm. if the Euros were on. Of course not. Right? And secondly, all of those people have been locked up yeah, that's what I'm going to call it. Yeah. They've been locked up for near three months. Yeah, being told they can't go anywhere, but watching the news and seeing that there's certain people going places. Yeah, protesting right? and all the so stuff that's going on. They're crazy. They want to come out. They want to see their friends. There's any excuse. Yeah, yeah. What's the excuse? Let's go and protect some statues. But it was awesome, though, because I've been, after watching it awesome in terms of awesome, the, the issue that they're, they're kind of fighting for, but more of... I, I listen to LBC at the moment, which is probably not the, the best radio station to do, but I listen to it morning to night like an avid person. I turn it on and I'm just going, it's an honest station. And then I end up reading the comments on Facebook. And that's when you, you read some of the comments and you're kind of going, wow, people have views like this, you know, to the point where you're kind of going, racism is real. Racism is, 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 it's realer than it's ever been from some of these people's views. And then you then hear some of the callers. So they call in and they say, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to protect the statues. Then you have the presenter on the show from say, um, well, the, the, the statue's been protected, you know, it's been guarded up. Um, the Black Lives Matter movement is not actually going to happen on that day. The police are going to be there. There's not going to be any damage to any statues. Oh no, we still got to go to protect. It, okay, so okay, you're going to go protect. Okay, so whose fault is this? Oh, well, yeah, it's the black people. Okay, but the black people on the images that I'm showing you and, and you probably have seen, it's white guys that are bringing down the statues. So what, what guys are you talking about? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it, it's the middle class white guys, but then it's the black people who are causing this. Black lives matter. It should be all about all lives matter. And I'm sitting there going... Wait, no. It, why, are you on, why are you said that? Shoot. Right? So one thing that I don't get, okay... It makes no sense. All lives matter. I agree. Of course all so lives matter. Not, so what's the problem? But all lives matter. No, so what's the problem? The problem is, well, for me, the, the main issue, because don't get me wrong, I've not been protesting, I've not been in the street, I've not done anything, I've stayed low, I lift weights, I do my stuff. But for me, all lives matter. Yes, they've always mattered. Yeah. It's never been a time when we've gone, oh my God, 
all lives don't matter. We've always said all lives matter. The only issue we have at present is that we have seen, well, we've probably seen for multiple years, that a number of black people are dying. And a lot of black people are, are, are unfortunate to make to the 21st or the 30th birthday. So the, the protest has been around trying to just acknowledge and put on a platform so that everyone can see this and say, okay, black lives matter. It's not yeah. taking away from all no, lives no, matter. Not, but that's all lives matter is already there. It's encompasses. We, I have nothing uh, against a, a white guy, an Indian guy. Your life matters. My life matters. The only difference I'm saying to you and, and a lot of the people who are protesting, the, the good ones, is very much that we need to look on some of the, <clears throat> the black guys and black women that are being killed. You know, We need to pay a, a, a bit of time to see if we can change the narrative. The, um, the reason I say it is because I, I want to have that conversation with somebody that says all lives matter and, get, and gets angry. Okay. Because if someone says black lives matter and then someone says all lives matter, I agree with you. So the conversation's done. So why are you angry and I'm not angry? Because why you're are you, up. Why are you so angry? Why are you bringing up? If all lives matter, that means that Black lives matter because they're encompassed and they're incorporated into no, but it's the all ooh. lives matter. Why are you talking about black people's lives? Okay, the reason I'm talking about black people. I don't lives, want to know about black people's lives. I want to know about all lives matter. All right, My mate. Well, I'll tell you matter. what then. I'll tell you what, mate. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm just telling you that's what no, I've heard listen, from people. So I'm, I'm going to say you. something, right? So comedians are comedians, okay? Yeah. So they kind of get a free pass. Mm -hmm. So everything that's happening. The reason I keep saying is every, everything is connected, is because this whole thing that i'm seeing is is uh, an awful lot of it's about censorship okay yeah. so well, of course it's not an awful lot it's what is it about yeah they're, what they're is shutting it shutting down old programs yeah they're they're they're, 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 uh, they're kind of changing the narrative on certain stories so my, my point being why though? if they've if they're taking uh bo selector off yeah. the television right i didn't complain about it yeah if they're taking um 40 towers off if they're taking gone with the wind off which i actually watched uh maybe about Three months ago? No, I haven't watched it. Like, I don't know. It's like six hours or something, the film. Um, Clark Gable. Clark Gable. Slaps okay, in the face. Right. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. Someone go and do your research, okay? But Clark Gable's the leading man in that film, though. I mean, he is. A yeah. lie, right? Mm. He's mixed race. Is he? I, I swear his mum or his dad is... Sure is sure he doesn't have talent? No, nah, believe me. Sure. You can look into it. One of the leading Hollywood actors back in the day, okay? Okay. So what I'm saying about his censorship is the fact that they're impersonations. Mm -hmm. They're television programs impersonating. Now, I'm not saying blackface is cool. I don't agree with blackface terrible. at all. There's, a, you know what I mean? But there's a way that you do it. No one had a problem with these programs at the time, mm -hmm. but we've retrospectively we now have a problem. So if I now on this podcast pretend to be said hooligan in London, yeah. I've come down here to protect the statues, right, from these blacks. Yeah. Um. Boris said, I don't even know what Boris said. They've got no facts. They can't back it up. So am I allowed am I allowed no to facts. do that impression anymore? Because I listen, the reason I say that is because I'm doing I'm impersonating an uneducated, yeah. uh, lower middle class white man. Yeah, if you want to put it like that, to be blunt. But if he turns around and does an impression of me and is like, Oh yeah, Wagwan bruv, red tear tear, and you see, yeah? Yeah. He can be deemed to be racist, right? So why is it any different than what I, uh, I'm taking the piss out of him yeah. and the way that he speaks, yeah? So this is what I'm saying about censorship. You can have banter with people about that sort of well, stuff. You used, about to, the be way to, you used to be people. able to. So this is why I'm saying that the whole, the movement 
we need to be a little bit skeptical. Of course, you got to be okay. not a little bit. For me, all of a sudden, so we had the, the Black Lives Matter movement, and then it changed to we're going to bring down these statues, bring down these statues, and a lot of the statues. Maybe this is me being naive again, but I've never heard of those statues. You know, some of the statues in Bristol, a bit further up north, I've never heard of them. You know, so for me, it's not like I'm saying they don't matter because this, obviously the, the the stuff that these guys have done is atrocious. But I would not be journeying from my house in London to Bristol to now bring down a statue. I wouldn't. Would you rather, okay, when you have your, your kids, uh-huh. would you rather walk through London and look at a statue and educate your child about the atrocities that were carried out by the colonialist empire that was Great Britain, mm-hmm. yeah, all those years ago, and look at where we are now and how everybody gets on um, and how we're allowed to live here, mm-hmm. okay, um, and everything's rosy, but just be aware that people can be evil and this is one of the evil things that they did, right? So that's a conversation piece to have because... You've got the statue there. Because the statue's there. But they should... But the, it, the problem I have with that, sorry to interject, but the problem I have is they're not teaching that stuff in the schools. So people are coming out of the schools with this... Uh, no, no, no. But there's petitions. There's, there's uh, How many petitions have you seen going yeah, around now? They don't do nothing. Though. Okay, right. One um, petition there should be more... Uh, black history should be taught more in school, Okay. So sign this petition to get um, the curriculum changed to blah, blah, blah. Okay. Now, when the UK government decide to implement that, okay, because I'm I'm fully aware that you've got some pan-African schools um, that, that obviously teach that and it's extracurricular and you have to send your children here to get a particular education, all right, but not everybody's privileged enough to get that. Um, so come when the UK government say, okay, we're going to implement um, a black history class, okay? okay. You know what it's going to be? It's going to be all about slavery. But it's always been about that. No, no, no. Listen, slavery happened, right? Yeah. I want to know about my ancestors, mm-hmm. the kings and queens. Okay. Yeah, Talk to Africa, me about so. Mansa Munsa. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Richest guy. Yeah. In yeah. the history of in the history of the world. Yeah. I want to hear stories about that. I want to see films about that. Yeah. That's what I want to know. Why are you trying to suppress the fact? That melanated people that colonized oh, have pretty been much they have, 90 percent of the world, okay, okay, and um, Caucasian people, and again, it's not to label everybody in the same bracket because I have a stupendous amount of white friends that are absolutely fine. I'm absolutely fine with, but what I'm what I'm seeing is that there's when I say even with the pandemic yeah. that it was to cause a division. Yeah, and separation of people. We are now into this um, backwards and forwards between race um, rows and riots and what have you, and it's causing division amongst people that have been friends for years and years and years. One of my buddies, so one of my good buddies, um, he he was on Facebook and he's he's done what I've done, where you go through a bit of a dark period and you start looking at stuff and then you start posting stuff on on Facebook. So he started posting some stuff, just stuff you know to educate his friends. All of a sudden messages are oh, you taking it a bit too far here what why are you why are you posting this stuff you know you're racist we used to be good friends and i'm sitting there going i had to to leave comments in 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 his friend's chat to say dude these are not your friends but then i had to sit back and say these are your friends it's just that they're confused and not understanding that all you're doing now is just shining a light on some stuff that should have been a shine a light on ages ago you know because for you to now say i'm racist bear in mind i've known you 15 years yeah We've hanged out, we played football, we've dated chicks, whatever. And now I'm racist because I'm posting stuff about 
the importance of saving black people's lives and, and stuff that's happened. People are just confused. I think it's down to confusion. I, I understand that we... I have this feeling that we're being misdirected, similar to what you're saying, and we're being taken down a road that is going to create even more division because there shouldn't be any division. I've come from urban London. I've grown up in schools where my friends are from all nationalities, yeah? To now be in a state where I'm sitting with somebody in there. I went to the supermarket the other day and you know when someone gives you the look like they want to talk to you? So a lady in her 75, 75, 70 to 75, small lady, smell of cigarettes, um, and she turned around, looked at me, and I was like, okay, look to me. I'm waiting for it now. This is just after the weekend. So I'm like, okay, I'm sure now I'm the rep for all Black Lives Matter, so I'm getting ready for it. Then she goes, um, are you in the army? And I was like, no, I'm an army reserve. Well, part-time army reserve. Um, what's up? She goes, oh, wow, that's good to, to, to hear. You're a good one. And I was like, okay, cool, no sweat. Let's, let's see how this goes. And I didn't want to then challenge her or anything i just wanted to listen so then she was like oh my daughter she's been um uh working with the army in barbados and i was like okay cool and she goes oh yes really lovely over there those people over there are really nice so i was like okay cool uh, maybe you're just older and you're, you're near my grandmother's generation I, I i can give it a bye then she goes oh so what's going on with this uh these, this protest stuff what are people protesting about you should know what they're protesting about so I'm like, do I need to now educate this lady on... So I started. Yeah. And then she then interjected and she said, oh, well, I was in the shop the other day and this black lad, so he walked past me and he gave me a dirty look and then walked off. What's, what, what's up with people? What's up with you people? And I was just like, wow. What was it? Were you related to the guy? No, it's just some random oh, black I, guy. I, I thought you might have been related to just him. Just some random dude. So okay, I was just right, like, yeah. so I was like, I'm kind of shocked. I d I'll tell you something. Shoot. Okay, right. So for the guy, like anyone that's listening, watching it back, whatever. That, someone said to me the other day, oh, do you know so-and-so? <laughs> uh, no. Oh, I thought you did. Nice. I'm why? like, yeah, Why? Oh, because you live in the same area, right? Okay. And you're black. Oh, okay, right. No, sorry. Yeah, let See me just <laughs> let me yeah let me check my Rolodex because I've got every single black person's name in the world in it, and I'll just look it up and I'll tell you. You know what I mean? It's it's the ignorance. So one thing that's come out the back of it is yes, a lot of um, bigots and racists are popping their head up over the parapet, but as much as they're exposing themselves, there are an awful lot of people that are on the flip side of that that are saying, look, come on. It's not cool. I think in my life as a white guy or whatever it is, predominantly we talk about white versus black, okay? But it's not though. Cause but it's, it's, it's all encompassing. No, because I've got an example. I'm going to interject. Sorry to jump no, in. No, go on, go on. But, so I've been in the, the lockdown experience. I've been working in this um, black mental health group supporting other black guys and and doing plays so we've got another play shout out on the 28th Kwame in the lockdown I am Kwame Kwame um, yeah buddy um, but you know I'm quite colourful when I speak yeah I use colourful words now and then those are hand expressions so I had one of the guys um, in the group talk to me uh, over the weekend and he was just like oh, I've, I've got an idea for a play you'd be good in play and I'm like oh, this is really good like I'll be up for this and he was like oh I just wanted to just let you know something you, you sound really different 
And I was like, hey, sound different, like how? Oh, you use words like lovely and, and beautiful and colorful. And I'm like, yeah, that's just how I speak sometimes, you know? I like those type of words, they're, they're cool words. And he was just like, oh yeah, you're just kind of different to the others. And I'm like, to what others, you know, what others? I'm from urban London. I just like reading books and I like trying to educate myself. And this is a black guy saying this to me. Yeah. And I was just kind of going, how do I take that? <laughs> Same as the woman that I mentioned in the shop. How do I take that? Do do I take that as as a, as a racist thing? Does it take as I I don't really understand how to take it. Do I compliment him and say, "Oh yeah, I've been one of the lucky ones," you know? I've well, got it's a not good lucky education. ones. But what are we what are we basing this standard against? Because he's obviously got a preconception of the way that everybody should speak, depending yeah. on geographically where they come from. But it's kind of like, how is everything determined? I think when we watch television programs, yep. yeah, they program you. To believe in a certain narrative. Oh, stereotypes. I think, yeah, stereotypes. And that's all we ever watch. Um, now, you've got the papers flip, flip-flopping flip backwards and forwards about um, why is Britain like this? Um, it, all of the major corporations coming out saying we stand with Black Lives Matter. Every and, day, and Et cetera, et cetera. I'll tell you what. So bullshit. Fuck you. Yeah, because you weren't here last week. You're here this week. And come next week when we're on to something else, you'll be gone again. Of course. So, listen... If you want to keep selling your product, you're going to stand with Black Lives Matter. I get that. Everybody can see that. Don't worry. NFL wanted to um, blackball Colin Kaepernick. And there we go again. Terminology. Blackball. Why is it not a white ball? Yeah. Why is the white ball the last ball remaining on the table when you pot the black ball? It's the way that we are. We view everything is the way that everybody is kind of like. Has an ex expectation of everybody when they speak to them. Yeah. So that's where that comes from, from that guy. And I just got it's a message, like, my mum's watching. So. Okay. Hi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my mum. Shout out to my yeah, mum, man. I'm sorry to deject. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> so I'm saying, so you're saying you didn't know how to take it and should you check them? Yeah, right. But me, listen, I don't, for instance, if you, uh, to, a good bouncer yeah. to me, so if it kicks off somewhere, Right, the bounce a good bouncer doesn't jump in and start flailing punches, right? Yeah, yeah. They jump in, they calm the situation. Of course, you neutralize. They neutralize it. So I want to, I want to be that guy, the the passive guy that neutralizes stuff. So if I see somebody kicking off in front of me, if I can neutralize them and explain to them and try and educate them about the way that we've all been brought up, yeah, and we've all got preconceptions. I do about people and how we can break those constraints and try and like learn our own way in life and he has the time to listen to me, then he might say, do you know what? Mm. You're right. And reevaluate his view on black people based on one experience that he's had with one black person. Well, see, I was going to try that with the lady in the shop, but then I just didn't really, you know what? I, I felt to the point where it was information exhaustion. By that time, I was just kind of going, I've had to explain myself to a number of my friends already about I'm not racist towards you you're not racist towards me we are friends from from way 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 back so there is nothing that's going to change the the friendship we have and then to then have to explain it to this woman i just didn't really have the energy to do it then i had the phone call with the dude and i was just like i, I want to check you because you're probably what 44 45 you know my generation but then i'm like for you to even come out with a narrative like that just shows me where but if you if you have you're um, kind of sitting in, in 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 society you know for me it's for me to use certain words and aspire to be better than i am doesn't mean that i'm losing my roots you're not black enough because for me what is black 
what is it? What because what I'm gonna wear my pants low and and struggle to pronounce certain words and say gangster and all this shit. For me, that's not black. You know, for me, black is West Indian culture, African that's culture. The, that's it's yeah, good but food. It's it's to, listen. It's all the beautiful things, you know. To a black, sweets, yeah. To a over. black person, yeah, yeah. Being black, it's you don't choose to be black. I'm born black, man. You're, you're black, so that that's it. That's the be or an end all, okay? But to um, people outside of that, mm-hmm. they're like with just their perception of you is what they're taught and what they see. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends sent me a video today. Uh, Bashy's in it, if anybody remembers Bashy. Yeah, yeah I, saw, I saw the video. It's a film, isn't it? It's, it's a short a, film. Yeah. yeah. yeah? So um, I don't know what it's attributed to. I don't know where it came from, but it, it's it's so impactful that essentially, um, I think we should, we'll post it on the channel because yep. I, I think it needs to be seen. But We're seeing the rounds, isn't it? Yeah, it's doing the rounds if you haven't seen it. But essentially, Bashy's in a supermarket shopping. Mm-hmm. Some white supremacists are on the other till, run along. The little boy looks over at Bashy, black man. Um, who's putting a toy into a, a, a shopping bag. Um, the white child sees the toy, smiles, Bashy starts to play with the toy, um, like Superman flying him around a little bit. The boy smiles. The white supremacist dad says, have we got a fucking problem here? Yeah. Follow him out into the car park, beat him up. Okay? Week later, two weeks later, um, said white supremacist is hijacked, yep. thrown in the back of a van, um, has his complete body tattooed right and that's all i'm gonna say we'll post it i don't want to ruin it for anybody and give away the the, the shock but there's so many poignant videos going around now that the, the one good thing off the back of this is hard-hitting as they are yeah. and uneasy as they may be to watch the conversations and the collective consciousness is, is is broadening across the spectrum that people are now having to confront their own fear and one of those fears is walking down an aisle, I'll take you back there, in Tesco's, when a black man is walking in the other direction. Or a, a, an Asian man or whatever, something different to yourself that makes you feel a certain way when that person's coming towards you. So we're now having those conversations, which is an overall, which is a good thing. Yeah. But that's not to take away from the fact that I still think it's shady as fuck. And... No, I think those conversations are good because I stumbled on, on my journeys on the, on the Instagram late at night. I came across um, Karen, Karen and Kevin. Uh, Karen and Kevin's is Karens are what they call um, uh, white women. Let me put this out there: white women who have some really outlandish views about black people. So I was black. So Karen, boys. Karen was is that was coined after the lady in Central Park, right? Yeah, but I, there's if you go, I have to send. There's the, plenty the, of them. Yeah, but it's amazing. I saw one where this guy was um, he was doing graffiti on his side wall outside his house. So he's spraying Black Lives Matter, or a Filipino guy spraying it on the ground. And this woman stops, she's with her partner or with, with, with a friend or whatever. She stops and she goes, over, what are you doing? And he goes, well, I'm just I'm doing a bit of artwork on the ground. And she goes, oh, why are you doing that? And he goes, well, it's a powerful movement. I want to support the movement. And then she goes, um, I know the people that live there. Why are you doing that? And he's like, okay, you know the people that live there. Okay, cool. Um, okay, if you've got an issue, call the police. She goes, oh, I'm going to call the police. I'm going to call the police. I'm going to call the police. So then she then kind of walks away and then she walks back and then she walks away. And then he turns the camera and he says, I live here. This is my house. And you're kind of going, whoa. So since then, I think on, on the well, I think on the news feed, she then lost a number of 
marketing promotional opportunities and her company has now been looked in a different way. She's there to release apologies saying I'm not yeah. racist and stuff like that. <clears throat> and loads of people are doing that, which for me is it's good that we're having that now because now people are kind of, the views that they have, they're saying it out loud, which is great. Mm-hmm. And it's being recorded and it's allowing their friends to sit down and say, hey, Cindy, I can't work with you anymore. You know, that type of shit doesn't fly. You know, I may not have a boyfriend who's black or a, a girlfriend that's that's black, but I have friends that are and your views, they're wrong. You know, and we can't fly with that. And I like it. I like that. That's maybe that's a good thing that's coming from this. Obviously, there's a number of things that I'm not really too cool with. You know, something else that's come from it. Shoot is um I, I was watching a talk by a carla um the other day he's serious man and he said he he was i can't remember the question but he got asked the question okay now he's someone that i look up to um with the music and stuff that i've done back in the day um been in the same circles mm-hmm. it's i don't know the guy i don't tend to but um i vibe with him a lot and he got asked a real serious question yeah he highlighted it and he said, I can't answer it because I don't know enough. Okay, nice. And that was it. But that's good though. Yeah, I'd rather and, and you say that then you kind of give me a narrative that makes yeah, no sense. The reason I say that, that is shit. because I've fallen out with a couple of people mm-hmm. purely on uh, the fact, it might have been miscommunication, it might be me misunderstanding, it might be me and my emotions within myself and, every, and everything else, the frustration and stuff of not being able to explain yourself in hundred and how many ever characters on Twitter or, yeah. or or understanding if someone's tone of voice when they're saying it to you. Um, but if you're doing it via messages, that's even worse. At least if you're talking on the phone or I could see you, yeah, like you video call, then I can read you. But if we're typing, because I do it all the time, I used to upset people all the time via text message. And it wasn't me being rude. It was just, I'm, I'm writing stuff down and people are kind of taking it left or right. Yeah. So I, I've always learned from that is if I'm going to discuss something to you important, I have to video call you so you can see that I'm smiling yeah. and you're smiling and then we can yeah. so come together on that. The, the point of that is because you can't necessarily express what you 100% mean, you can't articulate yeah. it what you mean within that short space of time, don't talk about it then. Which is fair enough. Yeah, so don't try and fit something that you're trying to say into 124 characters or into uh, a voice note that you don't want to drag on for any lengthy period of time. It's you if you, you have to be precise in what you're saying, and especially in this day and age where cancel culture, yeah. if you say the wrong thing at oh, any you're time, off. yeah, you're, you're, off. you're off. So, this yeah. again, it's all connected. We come all the way back censorship. Mm-hmm. So, there's been an awful lot of laws, bylaws that are being passed this whole time that we have been distracted, okay, by the pandemic and by Black Lives Matter movement that they're undergoing. I said, um. I was chewing Eugene's ear off earlier. Poor Eugene. Uh, <laughs> By the way, guys, we've got a cameraman. Eugene is the cameraman. Shout out to Eugene. I said, um, salute. <laughs> I I can't read the Matrix, but sometimes I feel like I can. Oh, I'm smashing yeah, his yeah no, smash the sweets oh, yeah, out, man. Like, yeah, and have to go gym it. after this. Well, gyms are not open until the 4th of July, man. Garden. Yeah. I did a garden workout yesterday, actually. What did you do? Let me like, um, criticize your workout and just like that's stickers. just no. Do you know why? Because I had, um, but they're my brother-in-laws, but they're my brothers. I they what? Well, so Dells is twenty-one. Ebenezer's twenty-three. Big up Ebenezer Brown. Follow him on uh, Instagram. He had his first uh, billboard today. Boohoo man summer collection. So go and uh, look out for that. Um, 
so he, he actually called, I think, to tell me about it. And I was like, you know what? I need to get back in the gym. Mm-hmm. It was chucking it down with rain yesterday. Um, and I was kind of like, we need to do this session. And I don't care if it's raining. Is that what you guys are doing with the bands? Yeah, 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 so yeah. I saw, yeah. man. I'm watching you, man. Yeah, so I'm watching um, technique, bro. big up Delza, Freelance Uni. Again, Freelance Uni on Instagram. Go and follow my guy, um, entrepreneur, Coventry University. He's going to be a little genius, so uh, go and check him out. But So I said, look, if I don't go out, where I've fallen off the wagon, where I've been at home, mm-hmm. if I don't, I was committed to this workout. Yep. If we don't do it, it's another excuse. Of course. So we were working out in the rain yesterday. Um, so essentially what I'm saying is I can eat these sweets. And feel cool about it. Right, man. Yeah, so. Just had, you no, I'm the, having the sweets. Just to let everyone know. He bought cool. the sweets in the I first place. I didn't buy the sweets, mate. Yeah, he bought the sweets. He bought all the other stuff. Me and Eugene were just like, dude, where are you going with the stuff? That's because I'm a nice guy. I look yeah, after yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, I offered yeah. Eugene a beer. You don't want a beer? He doesn't drink. Don't drink. Um, Should have one of those wild nights with me, bro. You have a good time. But let me tell you something. <laughs> so, um, whilst I'm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Come on. Whilst I was, uh, obviously mentioned to Carla. Yeah. So it's just something that I thought, oh, do you know what? Um, he wrote a book called Natives, okay? Mm-hmm. And I highly recommend you go and read it if you can't read. Um, audiobooks. Audiobooks of which, again, I've struggled. But I think where I say everything's connected, I went to a predominantly white school. Um... And I was terrible at school, but no one cared and no one put their arm around me. And I'm not looking for excuses. I'm not making excuses. But if I had someone there at the right time that would just nudge me and say, look, come on, you need to read a few more books and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. I could be streaks ahead of where I am today. But again, I feel like that's what we were talking about earlier with not knowing self and understanding our history yeah. and me not necessarily being interested in Nazi Germany. Yeah, or or anything that they want to teach me there, Christopher Columbus and what have you. Okay. Yeah. Um. If had you taught me my history, I may well have turned up to school every day thinking, oh, do you know what? Mm-hmm. I've got some worth about me. I'm not surrounded by um seventy percent white kids yeah. who are learning their history. Oh, well, at least yeah? you can say I'm learning something. You know, I exactly. Can still allow myself to say I know about this because I spoke to my grandmother today, and it, it was quite. We we have those, those chats and we talked about the. The racism stuff on the weekend and we were cracking jokes about well, it's like back in the day when she came here and then she was just like for a second when i don't really know my history and i was like whoa okay so what do you mean by that and she goes well that's it I, I know the slavery stuff and then that's about it and i'm like how can you not you're 80 and and you don't know your history for me that's kind of that's crazy i know my history i know my, my lineage of my, my my father my grandparents and then maybe that's kind of where it stops the journey. But my grandmother doesn't know further down that road. And you kind of go and it just made me kind of feel a bit sad in terms of they need to start introducing more history on black people. Yeah, but that, that again, that's generational Other though as well. Other than slavery stuff. Yeah, because we obviously... Did do, we invented stuff. We, we did have other stuff there going on yeah, but rather than just sticks and chants. But for your grandma, like information age... Um, internet etc like yeah. wasn't around well no, of course they didn't have that so she couldn't even go and do her own research and even the books were probably limited and yeah. you couldn't get all the editions that you needed and, and all the yeah. other stuff so the reason sorry the, i'll go back to akala because the reason i was saying this mm-hmm. um yvonne ruddock do you know who she is no. 
Right, so it's 2020 now. Mm-hmm. I was born in 1981. Okay, so do the math. Yeah, do the Jeez. math, man. Um, oh boy, in the now, building, boy. I, <laughs> <laughs> I saw um, online... So a, a brief history, you've probably heard it before on a previous podcast, but a brief history is that I um, was born into care and in Hounslow. And my dad, who is my dad... Um, lived in Chelsea. He adopted me and then we moved to Windsor because of his work. So I'm I am if you want to if you want to coin it the fresh prince of Bel-Air. Okay? Um so we went to Windsor which was a stone's throw away from Slough. Mm-hmm. Two completely contrasting yeah, um areas, areas. Yeah, yeah. and 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 for me I'm so glad that I found Slough. Okay. But anyway, that's on a previous one we've been there, we've been there. Um so I went, I saw a uh, Black Lives Matter march, silent march in Windsor. Okay. Right. So I thought, okay, um, I'm black. A lot of people will recognize me from being that black boy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I thought I need to go and show my face. So we're walking down the long walk mm-hmm. outside Windsor Castle. Loads of, like, I think the girl that organized it was 12 and she, she was expecting uh, 50 people to turn yeah, up. Yeah. I think about 500 people turned up. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so we're all marching down the long walk, right? Um, I'm dressed in black head to toe. Now, just on a side note, I went with two of my brothers and one of my best friends. Yeah. And we were all, like, we didn't speak, ring each other and say what you're wearing, but we all turned up in black. In black. black head, head to toe. Yeah. And even when we walked across to a, uh, a Black Lives Matter protest, I, get, I could still feel the people that were uncomfortable yeah. and looking up like who are these four guys that have just turned up are they going to cause trouble I felt yeah. the vibe yeah anyway so we started walking in the march and I just burst out into tears yeah. because I was thinking I'm 38 years old yeah. yeah I moved here right and I'm so glad that I moved away yeah. because when we got to the top of the long walk I'm thinking so it's, it, it's I'm 38 now and nothing's changed I'm, I'm back in Windsor marching uh, like in a protest against like the oppression of my people yeah. right and we're in silence because it's a silent protest a van drives past at the top of the long walk guy's leaning out the window and he shouts white people are better wow and I was Jeez. just like there you go right but the, re- the reason I'm saying that is because 38 years to me yeah. is extremely poignant right so I go back to my point of Von Ruddock okay mm-hmm. new crossfire you ever heard of that the New Cross Massacre, 1981. 1987, so, man. That's when I was born. Okay, right. So this is... Um, <laughs> Limited. Eight, 18th of January, 1981. The reason I say it is because this is the year that I was cons- that I came into the world. Yeah. Okay? Now, it was believed to be a, um, an arson attack. Okay. At Avon Ruddock's house, who was celebrating her 16th birthday, 439 yeah. New Cross Road. Okay? South East London. Now, 13 people died in that fire. Okay. Okay? And one of the survivors committed suicide two years later. Nobody's ever been charged or brought to justice for it. And there are a spate of racist arson attacks in the area during that period of time. Okay. Okay. But the fire brigade and the police, um, I don't know if it was official, um, said that they believed that the fire was started by accident. Coincidentally. Yeah. Right. Anyway. So the reason I'm saying this is because that was the year that I was born. Right. 20,000 people yeah. then marched in, in March 1981 mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And the movement, I've written it down here. The movement was, uh, where are we? Da -da 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 -da. I'll find it here. Black People's Day of Action. Okay. Yeah. Not too dissimilar to Black Lives Matter. Yeah, yeah of course. In 1981. But it's, it's 20,000 people marched for the same sort of thing for the same thing the year yeah. that I was born yeah. I'm now 38 and I'm doing exactly the same thing mm -hmm. and people want to ask why is it happening etc etc so one of the reasons that it's happening is because of the narrative that the media set right mm -hmm. so, which is what we alluded to earlier yeah. so the Sun newspaper at the time their headline was Right, so this was a this was a majority peaceful protest, right? Hardly anything went down there. There's going to be a few scuffles, but there always are. Okay, predominantly pro um, peaceful protest. The Sun's headline the next day was written it down. Day the blacks ran riot. Wow. Yeah. Now that was 38 years ago. Yeah. This Saturday just gone. I've seen exactly the same thing in the news. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Can I say hundreds of thousands? It, was it wasn't hundreds of thousands. Thousands of Black yeah. Lives Matter protesters yeah, went to London. All races, mm -hmm. all nationalities. I haven't got a problem with you. You haven't got a problem with me. We're celebrating life, okay? Of course. Um, seven days later, mm -hmm. or even midweek, um, a scumbag called Tommy Robinson. Yeah. I see you, bruv. Um, and a lot of people know where you are. So anyway, um, has gone online and incited uh, race, hate, division, mm -hmm. and violence, okay? Now, he, um, for the want of a better term, is a pussyhole, and he hides behind a camera, and he didn't even turn up to London on Saturday. Of course he didn't turn up. Okay, but the reason I'm mentioning him is because he, in my opinion, is being funded by, by someone... Yeah, it's by Russia. Yeah, to say these things and get all of these guys to go down to London anyway. So I started, to, and the reason I say I, I keep an eye on social media is because I want to gauge what yeah, yeah. these people are thinking. So more time you say when you watch the video, mm -hmm. it's not about the video, it's about the comments. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so then you look at the comments. He deserved it. Oh, yeah, of course. She the, deserved but it. But the comments are bad, though. Yeah, the comments are bad. But the reason I'm saying that is because they're playing off the narrative that the newspapers are giving them yeah. and it's riling them up, of right? Course. So... um. 30, 30, 40, 50,000 people go and have a peaceful protest about Black Lives Matter, okay? I saw a horse. Um, I saw a police rider lose control of his horse and slam into a uh, the pole. Um, oh, the traffic woman. light. Yeah, the woman. Right? I also saw an article the following day mm -hmm. saying that she was violently abused. Yes, right? I did I did see that. Well, I heard from me, not from me, but from um, a number of the, the stuff I read online in those race hate groups they, they were saying that someone threw a brick yeah so someone threw a brick at, at the lady on the horse the horse got scared and then it bolted it bolted she then hit the traffic light and now has uh, a punctured lung and maybe some right. broken so we can call that a skirmish yeah right so it was a skirmish something happened but more stuff happens at but carnival. It, yeah then. more stuff happens at carnival and stuff is always going to happen when you have thousands of people and loads of people yeah right so the following week um Another group, far-right group, if we want to call them that. Yeah? No, they're racist, man. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I was no, trying to I don't, I don't want to talk... I was eating a sweet and I, I realised, well, I don't know what group you're talking about. Yeah, the, you're the, the bald-head guys. Yeah, the, 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 the Nazi yeah. Um, so they, they turn up, right? So what, what I see 
is proper racist is it no but it's it's the want for self and the needing to better yourself and have an understanding so because we weren't taught about our history mm-hmm. and ourselves in school mm-hmm. um and but we're fortunate to to have families um that can teach us that stuff um so we know it so when we get into an argument with somebody mm-hmm. i can recite facts such as what i just have there yeah mm-hmm. about 1981 new cross massacre mm-hmm. now what i see a lot of these people doing there that were there on saturday they have no foundation for any argument they just don't like black people so but then the way the newspapers report on it is that these guys went to london to protect statues oh no the, the veterans they're veterans who've come down yeah. to, to to protect the statues. it's not every paper either to, to, to support um the they're looking after the heritage of British people and British culture. And I'm kind of going, uh, okay, so, but actually, no, before I, I get there, the reason why you have the veterans having... Can missions, you remember where you are? No, I'm going to lose it. Veterans. I remember veterans. Okay, the only reason I say that is because the live has just gone off. Which live? Uh, Instagram live. Oh, okay. Well, you got me scared for a second. I thought the live, I was with the petrol man. No, no, no. So you just, I think you need to come out and then you can go back in. Oh, has it gone out? Okay, cool. So you just, I think you just need to press, um, do do we have loads of people viewing? Not loads. How how many is like? I think it went up to 10. That's not bad. 10's all right. Yeah, it's fine. But because we're recording it as well, it's absolutely fine. 10's all right. But just, yeah, edit this People probably switched off, like, there was probably like 100 and they started switching off at the end. As soon as you started talking about racism stuff, they got scared. Nah, they didn't (laughs) get scared, man. (laughs) Oh, that Johnny guy's a bit crazy, man. Yeah. That's cool, but that Johnny guy's a bit strange. um, No, I'm saying, I I think there hasn't been anything too bad said, so we don't need to edit it. So you just listen to this little interlude here, intermission. For five minutes, go and get yourself a nice glass of water or something. And then, uh, yeah, go live, go live, go live. Yeah, we're back. There we go. We're back on again. We're back on again. They tried to cut us off. They tried to cut us off. We saw that Black Lives Matter support and then they just decided, look, shut it down. We're back in. Um, We got Pam Morgan. I see you. Yeah, we're back in. There you go. We've turned into like an MC. Huh? You know what's funny? Listening to you MC. Oh, was it funny? Was it? No, it was good, man. Okay. I liked it. I I sat there and I was waiting for you to, you had the glove and everything. I was like, wow, Michael Jackson. Do you know how much I got ripped (laughs) for that glove? I don't know where you was going with the glove. For those of you that don't know, I did, um, I dabble in a bit of music, MC and rapping, what have you. Gangster. Um, from a group. No, not. See, there you go. I'm messing, just, man. You were wearing a black glove. Don't know because people are listening. He had a black leather glove. I'm kind of on one hand, not even two I hands. Went, it, listen, it was, I was quite kinda, cold. Where is it his was quite going? cold <laughs> when I went there. Right? Yeah. One glove, though. And I had. No, I had two gloves. <laughs> um, but then when, we, when I was about to go on stage, I was like, I'm putting my fucking glove on. <laughs> but you only had one glove. No, but one glove, man. Come on, the Olympic Games. Wow. Yeah. I, I looked at that and I was kind of going, right, this brother's just living, man. One glove. No, 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 no. I didn't, I didn't really listen. In the zone. Lost one. And I <laughs> thought, you know what? I paid for these, so I'm wearing one anyway. Um, but yeah, so I was doing um, Love Music, Hate Violence um, for my guy, um, Steve Oss, which is a DJ. So it's a movement that he's got, Love Music, Hate Violence. And he works with a sound system called Sting. Um, which is one of the biggest Asian sound systems um, in the country, and they wanted to put on a showcase. Okay. Um, but where the holding facility is for all of the uh, equipment that they have, 
Um, that's that's all it is, a holding facility. But yeah. with the amount of people that have been DJing on Twitch and doing live streams and what have you, they just had the idea. Do you know what? Let's get all of the guys that we know to do a live performance, yeah. one after the other. Um, and they asked if I'd headline it. Right. So um, there was a, 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 an MC, a drum and bass MC called Rhymestar. Okay. So if you're into drum and bass, you'll know who Rhymestar is because he's uh, quite big in the game. Um, and I'm quite privi privileged to know him. If he didn't turn up, I would have been screwed because yeah. I can't pattern no, it was good, drum man. and bass. It, it reminded me of, um, I was going to say So Solo Crew, no disrespect, but it did. It had that vibe, you know? It's like Ashley's next, Harvey's next, and it, it was quite it was quite nice, man. Yeah, I, I Gideon, um, the young guy that was there, mm -hmm. um, he's only 20 years old, um, and I think he does a bit of spoken word and he's an actor. Okay. But so when we were talking just before we were about to go on, so we had rehearsals the day before, uh, but when we were going to go on, I'm going to put the link to this um, on my page at some point in the coming week. It got, sure. it got taken down from YouTube because of copyright, obviously, but the live stream is, is what it is. Um, but Gideon, um, assuming on Instagram, he, that was, the, we said to him, oh, where have you done this before? Where have you performed before? And he's like, it's my first time. Nice, man. Um, so the way that it all came to, so, so I'm a veteran. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rhyme, yeah, yeah Rhyme Star's a veteran. <laughs> rocked up a glove, um, of course you And it was Gideon's first time. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of like, it, it just came together and it worked. Um, I did a little speech on there. Um, I think for my set alone, I think we had around 500 people that were tuned in. We had people in Dubai, Australia. Um, so it's good. It's good to get the message out there. But again, it, it, love, music, hate, violence. Essentially, that's what it is. So, um, and where I say everything's connected again, it brings you back to music. Nigger this, nigger that, black bitch. All of these stereotypes that they have in the videos, we, we're not helping ourselves. And listen, of course we're not I watch ourselves. the videos. I listen to no, the music. I, I, I can't listen to that stuff no more. No, it's, it's, I, I find it hard to, to, I just find it's just, it's silly. You know, there's people who fought for years upon years to not be called a nigger. And then you've got, now, modern day, people go, oh, yeah, nigga, what's up? And then you get offended if someone who's not black then says it. I find that so hilarious. Yeah, so all of that needs to I'm change. I'm not upset because you've said it, but I've said it to him multiple times while you've been here. You're one of my boys anyway. But you've now said it to me. I'm now offended. It, for me, it makes no sense. That's the problem. If it had some sort of sense, it had some sort of structure and there's there's an understanding behind it, then I'm with it. But it makes no sense. It, it makes no sense. And these are the things that need to change. So I'm no one's nigger. Um, again... It's more. It's an American terminology, and I've seen a number of um, African Americans mm -hmm. or Americans say that they want to take ownership of the word. Okay, do what with it? Own it. That's it, and just use it for themselves for what for whatever reason to make themselves feel better. I I can't speak. I'm I'm not African American, so you know. But there's people in this country that use that. There's people in this country that use it, but again, are we not the fifty-first state? And everything gets fed into us, so. This is yeah. what I'm saying about conditioning and the way that you're brought up and the programming of it all is that somebody said, um, I'll tell you what, I was on a work call the you other know, day. I, was, I had the vet piece and everything and he's just... <laughs> oh, no, we're gonna, we're, we'll get back to the veteran bit in a minute. I, I had it, you know, it's in my head and I was kind of going, okay. I've, I've not the, lost my point. I've got the vet stuff, I'm solid on this. And then he was just like, yeah, yeah, don't worry, hold it, man, we'll get there. Now I'm listening to some other stuff. I'm like, 10 minutes is going to pass. It's all the minutes. same stuff, I'm kind of going, dude, man. You're it's just all connected. Taking all the limelight. You this is the last... And then you just 
Run with the stories, man. This is the last one. This is the last no, one. No, no, I'm, I'm messing. Whenever you're ready, um, we get there, we get there. One of my work colleagues said to me the other day, motherfucker. Okay. And I said, whoa. And he said, what? I said, where, why are you calling me a motherfucker? Okay. And he said, because um, you are. <laughs> and I said, no, I'm not. I said, I'm not. I said, you know what a motherfucker is? And he said, uh, it's a derogatory term. And I'm bantering you. And I said, no, I'm fully aware of that. And we're cool with each other. But I just said to him, these are the things that you guys, and when I say you guys, white people or racist people need to understand is that certain terminologies that we use are derived from a, a specific point. So slave masters used to make children sleep with their parents as a form of control mm -hmm. and humiliation. So that's where the coin, that's we coined the term motherfucker, mm -hmm. right? Essentially, which is where it comes from. So one person that uses that, like a ridiculous amount of times is Samuel Jackson. Yeah, Sammy, and Sammy like he would perpetuate. He's kind of say constant every other word, motherfucker, motherfucker, mm -hmm. motherfucker. And I'm kind of like, how the hell mm -hmm. can you continually use that phrase? Being a, a well-educated and respected person yeah. in the public eye, knowing where where it comes from, it's ridiculous. So uh, my work colleague said, now I know. Yeah, I'm not going to use it. I'm not going to use it. Well, I think it'd be interesting to actually do a study into words and where the words come from. Because I didn't know that. I didn't mm. know that's where it came from. Because mm. I've heard Italians in Italian movies use that, you know. And I didn't really understand where it came from. But I think that's with a number of words. You can probably get a whole list of words and then find out the origins for that word comes from this or, or something like that. You know what I found maybe a couple <clears> of years back, four or five years I don't wear my pants down or anything like that. Never done. I find it really stupid. But it came originally from slavery days. Mm -hmm. So the guys that used to have the pants down low were the guys that were getting okay. the special treatment. And then that followed through into the prisons as well. So the mm -hmm. guy used to wear the pants down were the guys that would get it in, in, in the jacksy. And I didn't really know that at the time. You know, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And, and now I do know that. And I see guys walk around like that. And I'm kind of going, if you knew where that originated from, would you then wear your pants like that? No. So that... I'd hope you your, your point earlier about Black Lives Matter, because mm -hmm. I'm aware that you've done some research on it in um, the last week or so. Yeah, I've done, now, I've done quite a bit. I was quite shocked. On one that, of the main things that I see happening in America... And the reason that I believe I can speak on it is because I do think we're the 51st state. So anything that happens in America essentially finds its way over. Whether it's a month, a year, five years, what have you, it ends up being the norm here. Okay, um, trends and everything else cotton on. Um, we've actually got to a point now where our music is actually amazing and it's starting to go back the other way. And America is starting to cotton on to terminology. Mean, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got yeah. a brain freeze for a second. No, 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 no. The music stuff in... that we use. But yeah, yeah. what I'm saying about this whole Black Lives Matter movement is is the, uh, let me get the word right. So the, is it the demasculinization? How do you yeah. say it? Demasculin. You said it already. You De said it demasculinization <laughs> yeah. of the black man yeah. in America. But and you need to explain where you come to that conclusion. Because you were talking about wearing your pants low. Yeah, I'm sure people are listening. They're kind of going, oh, man, Johnny, what are you doing? But if you explain no, 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 why it you is, come with that. The reason that I come, the, the way that I come with that is because each generation has their, I'm going to use music as the analogy of it all, is that each generation, so when my dad was listening to, even though Tina Turner's great, 
Mm-hmm. But when my dad was listening to Tina Turner taking me to football, I was like, oh, do we have to listen to this? <laughs> I can't stand the rain. <laughs> smiling. I can't stand the tune, dad. Turn it off. It's good music, son. Yeah, no, it is We're now. It is now, but you know what I mean? I'm depressed. Get me ready. <laughs> so um, when I was growing up, it was Nas, etc., yeah. etc. Et and in, to me, yeah. these, are, these are men, right? Okay. These are real men, okay? Um, they sell a lot of records, mm-hmm. and you have um, a demographic of guys that, look, that wear Timberlands, yeah. The oversized jeans, the oversized shirts, which I'm still wearing today, mm-hmm. and all of that sort of stuff. But that we've come a far way away from that now, where a lot of the mainstream guys yeah. that put the music out and proclaim to be hip hop and proclaim to be rappers and what have you are really coming in a, in, a, in a strange way. That it's not. Listen, you can have your hair coloured any way that you want, yeah. but if I'm speaking to a guy and I say to you, "Why is your hair green, purple, and?" red and what have you and he says because i like it i say cool but i know that the guys that are in the mainstream that have their hair that color and are putting out these messages about um people being a little bit different and there's nothing wrong with um being a certain way which there isn't so what i don't understand is why you have to force that down people's throats and try and steer them yeah into that lane no no i get you because i I agree i feel that's that's what they're doing the the rappers these days They've gone way away from. I, I've seen rappers wearing cases. high heels, yeah. um, but the but my my point being is that like with the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. okay, I feel like in some in some cases they force it on people, they're forcing it on people, and I'm kind of like, well, my sister for one mm-hmm. is gay, and when she came out to me, I said, yeah, I know, it's cool, it's cool. I, I already knew. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. And it's absolutely fine. Take a high five, job and get me a drink. Or yeah, exactly. I, I, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, what you are, it's cool. So it's race, sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. It's all the same thing. It's prejudice, and it's people's um, understanding and the fact that they're not educated on on the fact. Yeah. So if you want to be um, gay, bisexual, whatever it might be, fine by me. Couldn't care less. That's your business. But don't force it on people. So I feel like they're. Um, trapping a lot of children that are watching the programs yeah. again, which I'm saying about programming, and trying to teach them and show them a way that isn't being heterosexual. But there isn't anything wrong with being the alternative. Mm-hmm. But let the child find it on their own. Yeah, which is, should be which the case. Is, they should be able to find. On which their is my own. point. But the reason I've brought that up, it, it sounds like I've gone off topic, but I haven't. Is because time, I, 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 I kind of going, dude. I feel down, like man. I feel like that that's what they're actually doing or have been trying to do to the black man for a long time in America. Yeah. Um, for the want of not wanting him. Mm-hmm. Now, you've been looking into Black Lives Matter movement. I did. I was shocked. And it's it's run by three um free, lesbian ladies, yeah, right? Three lesbian ladies. So I, I'll let you talk. Well, it's run by three lesbian ladies, um, and also in the about section, there's nothing talk. There's not. No, there's no mention of supporting black guys, black boys, black men, f- black uh, families headed by a black man. It was all um, lesbian, gay, trans, and support of that rather than the inclusion of all. And I just found that to be quite strange. Then I did a bit more digging to to find out where the donations go. And then you find that the donations are, are actually going to campaigns, political campaigns. Mm-hmm. So Biden, 
Sanders and stuff like that. And you're kind of going, if people really knew that's where your donation was going, would you donate? Probably not. Um, when when you watch the trends for political campaigns in America... Um, I was going through the roof at the moment. Yeah, Did but you when, see the stuff with Biden where he was wearing the, the tribal gear? Yeah, was when was the going, last time... Come on. Um, the Black Lives Matter spiked on a trend. Could you know? I'm trying to think. Help me out while I'm I'm, I'm thinking. Well, give me a clue. <laughs> election. Well, it's always at the election time. So? We are coming up to an election. Yeah, but now. when was the last time it, it spiked? Uh, was that the... Uh, it was the Donald Trump 2016. Election. Yeah, it was the Donald Trump. Because he was using the race card to, to get himself across the line. Deadly silent for four years. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, just before an election again, it picks um, up. George Floyd gets killed. When I was watching it, okay, no one sent it to me. I found it myself. And I was like, oh, what's this? Mm -hmm. Again, conditioned. Is it another video of another black man getting killed? Which is, that's what I said. Am I, I going to watch it? Yeah, when I got the set in the, the video, I was like, oh man, I've seen like three of these already. Like, what's different with this one? What's different about this one? All right. So I've watched it. Right. And instantly I saw what was different about this one. What was different about this one is to the fact that the guy that was kneeling on his neck, is it Derek Chalvin? Uh, Derek Chalvin. Derek. I think it's Derek. The guy that was leaning on his neck um, knew he was kneeling on his neck mm -hmm. in such a manner that he'd been told to kneel on his neck. Mm -hmm. And then when the members of the public were shouting at him, take your knee off, he can't breathe. Mm -hmm. The officer looked at them as if to say, I know he can't breathe. Yeah, I'm supposed to be doing this, right? So I'm thinking, this is premeditated, mm -hmm. right? Now, we don't know the facts and everything else when it's happening at the time. You're just watching it live. Of course. And But instantly, I thought to myself, this, this, this is wrong. Something's wrong here. This isn't... How can you normalize a killing of, the, uh, of, of an unarmed black man anyway? So, but I'm thinking to myself, this isn't a normal killing. So this isn't a normal racist police killing. No, it seemed like yeah. it was very much... This is premeditated. Involved in terms yeah. of to have a cop to stand there and say, it's fine, I'm over here. It just seemed all... Right. As if, as you said, like, <clears throat> this is what we have to do. We have to sacrifice someone and, and this yeah. is what we've got so to this do. Is, it um, did seem very much anyone standing by would have said, I have to go over, I have to stop this. Yeah. So what we were saying um, about everything being connected uh -huh. is, again, it's like, please don't switch off from the fact that you may just be about to hear a conspiracy theory because I'm open to everything, all views and opinions. And if I'm... People just logging off the life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I'm told something, if I'm told something tomorrow, it might change my view of the world that I have today, right? So I'm, I'm always learning. I'm open to everything. If you can tell me something that I don't know, I'm, I want to hear it, yeah? But the minute that I heard, and then I went back to see if it was true myself, is that Derek Chauvin kneeled on George Floyd's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds, right? Uh -huh. Okay. Insignificant. Until you hear the fact that the first plane hit the World Trade T Tower Center, right? Mm -hmm. At 8.46 a.m. in the morning. Okay. Okay, so to me... Derek Chauvin looking left and right and concentrating on the length of time that he had his knee on his neck, mm -hmm. it, does, it doesn't add up to me. So I then started to think to myself, is this a premeditated plan to cause racial division in America prior to the election in order for um, Biden to win votes from Trump, yeah. get Trump out of office? Trump, um, they tried to get him indicted already. Okay, didn't work. Didn't work. Um, there was no collusion with Russia. 
but Hillary Clinton is still saying in public, oh, we, uh, they say they didn't find any, but I bet there was. She's actually on record saying that. Okay. Right, so her followers will listen to that and people will listen to that, right? So I don't get it twisted. I'm not a Trump supporter and I'm not a Biden supporter, but we have to keep a, a, a mindful eye on it because they're one of the world's leading superpowers. And it is our business because anything that happens there is going to affect. Oh, it's going to have an effect. It's here. going to have an effect everywhere. Okay, so that's the reason that we need to pay attention. But the fact that they're now trying to claim us, like you just said there, with Nancy Pelosi and Biden, yeah, yeah, and yeah. The, the the rest of their team wearing. But didn't even Joe Biden say that? He said, um, "If you don't vote for him, you're not black." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got the black vote. Man. Who are you to tell me that? And Charlemagne just sat there and took it. Did he? I, I've not. I didn't see that. Yeah, I, Charlemagne. I yeah, said something. Actually, no, it was. It was on TV because mm -hmm. I, I heard him say it, and then he it was, he kind of froze for a second. And went, oh shit, I've said something now. Yeah, and Charlemagne just kind of went, okay. Yeah. And you're kind of going, dude, you should have said something. Right. But then we have two options. You've got Biden, mm -hmm. or you've got Trump. Okay. Which one would you go for? Based on what I believe in. Okay, but again, we're all. I'm. Just call me Alice, cause I'm down there. I'm looking up, and are oh, you down the hole again? I'm, I'm in. I live in the hole. Oh, man, I came out here for some. I live yeah, I in the hole again. I live in the hole. I got one more. However, there's a difference between um, going down the rabbit hole and understanding what the rabbit hole is. Mm -hmm. um, I understand that I've got a mortgage to pay. I understand that I've got children to feed, and I've un I understand that I've got a wife that I need to take care of. Okay, so first, that's my main priority. The only reason that I go, I venture into the rabbit hole is so it's the same reason that I have a look at social media, so that I'm aware of what's happening around me. So I'm all encompassing. I know the vibe. I'd rather know that I'm getting mugged off. Oh, then not know. Then just getting yeah, mugged yeah, off. Of course, of course. Okay, I'm I'm acutely aware that there isn't anything I can do about it. Yeah, of course. Right. But that's why unless, I, don't, I don't entertain that too much. Unless when I go down there, I can't control it. I can't do anything. I'm, no, no. I'm very much of a control freak, and if I can't control the situation, I don't want to entertain my brain like that because it would excite me. I'd sit down and go, oh "My gosh, call my friends. Yeah, yeah. We should organize something." And then you realize no one wants to organize anything. You're probably going to be on your own, and you're not going to get any progress from it. You know, mm. so no, so I, yeah, I I I can detach from it, but but while we're in the moment, which we still are. Mm -hmm. Um, which you're reminded of every day when you watch the news or whatever. You you speak to family, you speak to friends because everybody's got their own experience of it. Uh. But so what we're saying is about the Black Lives Matter movement here and the way that it's connected to George Floyd is when you do go into the rabbit hole and you see who Black Lives Matter is funded by. Oh, yeah. It, more questions. More questions. Yeah, more questions. I don't want questions. I want answers. Yeah, but all of it's more questions. We started this podcast with questions. We carry on this podcast with... It's just constant yeah, questions it, with no answers. And then, as you said, you're, you're looking down the rabbit hole. I'm joining you to a degree. My head is poking in. But... Um, it's all it is is just more questions, you know. It's more questions, and I think what what I, I'm hoping that we can get from the pods that we do, especially stuff like this, is it allows people then and ask questions. Yeah, because this is a, say, a collective okay, consciousness. I know That's Mike, what I know. Leon, they're not all Johnny. Johnny Leon. Sorry, sorry. John sorry. Leon. Apologies, man. John Leon. But in my phone, you're saved as Leon. Jean Leon. There you go. There's a new one. I might save as Jean. Jean Leon. Leon. Right. So yeah, so so you're saved in my phone. Big age. Ooh, ooh. Uh, calm down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Glove and everything. But um, but yeah, no. For me, I'm hoping that those conversations that other people can have with their friends and do their own research and then come to the, the conclusions that we have somehow journeyed to. If not, then you'll be living in um, 
uh, a bubble. It's bubble. Yeah, I think what I'll say on the podcast is it's not for the want of of wanting to talk about racial division and everything, but this is kind of very much a a current affairs conversation. So we're yeah, like this at the moment. We're in the moment because even the guys I train. So I I train some 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 nice people, some nice white people, Mm -hmm. And, and even some of the conversations I've had with them about stuff, you've kind of gone. Okay, you have no black friends, and okay, and I'm now filling this gap. And it, some of the questions you're, it's bordering line, questionable topics, which you're just kind of tiptoeing around rather than going through the center on certain stuff. And it's for me, it's it's apparent, especially because of the the stuff that's happening in London. I feel like I'm having conversations about race all the time. Mm-hmm. Growing up, I never had any conversations about race. Would you um? I think uh, other than one time in Brian and that guy was a Wally. Wally. No, he was, sorry, I used words like that, but he was a Wally. I called him on the phone. Hey, how you doing, man? We're looking for a, a place to, to move in with my best bud. And he's like, yeah, we've got this place um, just around the corner from the pier. Um, the rent is X. Come down, look at it. We journey there, we get there. He then goes, um, hi, how you guys doing? I'm like, yeah, I'm Mike. How you doing? You're right. It's my friend, whatever. And he goes, um, so you've come to see the, the property, haven't you? And I said, yeah, yeah. And he goes, it's just gone. And I was like, but we spoke to you like five minutes ago. When did the property go? He goes, oh, yeah, it's gone. It's just, it's just how it is. You know, the cookie crumbles like that. So I was like, okay. Took it on the chin. I know everyone's looking, you know, fresh is finished. We need to get accommodation. No sweat. Jump on the 49, heading back to, to the center. I thought, you know what? I'm going to give this guy a call. So I call him, put an axe on, and I say, hello, you know, I'm looking for accommodation, whatever. And he goes, yeah, the property's available. When do you want to come down to view? And I was just like, wow. But that was it. That was it. Other than that, I've not had any any um, serious issues with race. I haven't. Therefore, it doesn't exist. No, no, I'm not saying no, no, it no. doesn't exist. I'm, I've, I'm, I'm, uh, I've got friends. I've got. I'm I've, being I've, that guy. Oh, okay. No, no. It, of course, it exists, but I've not had that. Or maybe it happens to me all the time. Being a big black guy, um, <clears throat> in most of the time, training attire and, and walking around the street, probably people go, "Oh my god, that got scary." But most of the time, I've got my headphones on. I'm so distracted by whatever I'm doing. Right. I just don't care about. Um, you feeling that you might be scared because you you might think I'm going to steal your handbag. My phone costs more than your handbag. We had um, a question on the page. Shoot. Um, let me go and see if I can see this. How many people are viewing? Not many. Don't worry. But they'll Oh, my watch God. We've got like three people viewing. They'll watch it on the replay. <laughs> it's my mum watching. <laughs> uh-huh. They'll watch it on the uh, on the playback. No, mercy. It's... Um, I'm only mercy. Where are we? So if I go to this one and I go here. Nine. Right, so the question is. Shoot. This is, uh, someone's put this on the page. We have live questions. Amazing. I feel like we've made it. <laughs> uh, question to the pod. Where do we go from here? What can white people do to help progress? Okay. Now, that question there, in my lifetime. So the reason I've brought that up is because you're talking about race. Shoot. Okay. And a uh, racist instance you've had. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Yasmin Evans is a Radio One DJ. Um, she posted on her Twitter feed, I think, last week, the week before. Black men, how do you feel? Okay. I replied, and then she used my response, and she posted it on her socials. Nice. Not on, not just myself with other people, yeah, yeah. but I was one of the the people that she chose to 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 repost. Now, my post was ashamed, scared, ignored, misunderstood misrepresented, angry, concerned, 
worried, nervous, mm -hmm. educated, uplifted, engaged, ready, hardened, vengeful, alert, available when called upon to rise up. Cool. Yeah, that was my response. Now, the reason I said that is because the amount of times, uh, and this goes hand in hand with the question, what can white people do to better understand? What can we do to help? Educate yourselves. Yeah. And kind of have some sort of um, understanding as to what other people, gay, black, Asian, whatever it might be, any trouble that they might have had to go through in their lives. Now, if you're living in a, in a predominantly black area and you're a white guy, then you're going to encounter some issues yourself, maybe. So yeah, yeah. it flips. I'm not just no, saying it. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it, 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 it's whatever your demographic is, it's where you are, it's where you live. Now... I, myself, mm -hmm. am a nigger, a wog, a nignog, a packy, yeah, um, a black C-U-N-T. These are all the things that I've ever been called in my life, okay? Playing football, walking down the road, and a car zoomed down the road when I was walking home from football training. Flipped it round to face me, so the headlights were on me. Four guys jumped out, and I thought, I'm just about to get an absolute Rush, yeah. kick in here. Uh, one of them recognised me and said, oh, it's Brownie. Hi. You're all right. And I said, so if it wasn't... Oh, you're getting beat up, mate. I was getting beaten up. Yeah. So that saved me yeah. because I knew who this white guy was. But in the circles that we that we knew each other from, mm -hmm. he couldn't lay a finger on me. Okay. Okay? But if I was unfortunate enough... God knows where they went that night. Someone got beat up. Afterwards. Yeah. But someone got beaten up, right? So what I'd say to, um, I'm guessing that the person that asked is, is a white person. So what can you do to educate yourselves is that when you're having conversations with people, whether it be in a private WhatsApp group or in the kitchen at work or anywhere it might be, if you hear someone saying something derogatory, racist, bigoted or whatever it is, you tell them to stop it. You, you don't, down, don't you? you don't allow it to happen. Yeah, you shut so down. So I'm I'm now holding everybody accountable. So this is what I'm saying is okay, so there are so many times that people don't understand that myself, Michael, Eugene, whoever it might be, have been in a situation where something's been said and we haven't felt strong enough to be able to say something because mm -hmm. we're respectable of the situation that we're in and we don't want to disrupt that situation we don't want to ruin the night we don't want to ruin um the game that's being played we don't want something uh, negative to happen so we take it on the chin like a good little boy and we don't do anything i'm sick and tired of that now yeah. okay so what i'm saying to the, the to the white people that are asking what they can do to help and make things better is educate yourself and know that when things are said around you, that you can't let them slide either. Well, no, you shut it down. Yeah, you otherwise you're just falling into that yeah, no, I, that I whole agree. narrative, okay? I think it's the education front, the, the studying of books uh, online. We've got, Jesus Christ, we've got online sources, man. You There's online sources, anything. but it's not too... But um, you've also got one of the best sources. If you have black friends. If you have black friends. Stuff, you know, just say, hey, what's your thoughts on this? What's your thoughts on that? You know, and have an open mind so that you get away from the narrative of... Oh, slavery was 400 years. Get over it. Mm -hmm. Ask me, why do yeah. I, you know, and the, the stories of, of the stuff that's happened to those slaves has been told from our parents or grandparents to us and it's made us kind of have a certain look on life, you know? There's two two major things that you can do. 
uh, one of them is don't say but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you listen to someone, don't say yeah, but. But nothing. And you haven't experienced it. Yeah. Okay. So there is no but. And the fact that you haven't experienced it, I don't find that you qualify to be able to talk on it. Unless you're fully educated and you have done the research. So again, what I was saying about fitting everything into 124 characters or whatever it might be, if you don't understand the topic, you've not lived through the the subject, don't address it. Yeah, don't address it. And if you want to address it, what you've just said, ask your friend, ask your colleague, or read a book. I think you can do that with all races, not just white and black. You can do it with with, um, Asians. I can say Asians, yes. Well, again, <laughs> again, again. The way you looked at me was just like, what? No, 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 no. I had a voice note. I had a voice note the other day. I had a voice note the other day, and the voice note went um, from a white guy. So everyone's on their toes now, okay? So the white guy said to me, um, I'm walking and with my dog, mm-hmm. and an Asian family were walking towards me, and they looked shook of the dog. They were scared okay. of the dog, so they yeah. moved across. So he said to his wife... Um, ah, I wonder why they're scared of the dog. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, quite a few of the Asian people I know yeah. are scared of dogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His wife said, oh, you can't say that. He said, why? She said, oh, you can't like bracket everybody. And he said, uh, he said no, the, the, the majority of the Asian people that I know yeah, yeah, yeah. These are, your people, your are scared of dogs. Yeah. And she said, no, I don't think you can say that. And he was like, right. Which led him to leave me a voice note <laughs> Can I say? saying, is this racist? <laughs> and I said to him, no, it's not. Yeah. Because I know a fair few people that are scared of dogs as well. Yeah. yeah. So I think everybody's scared of dogs. But yeah, so no, you, you know what I mean? You're not, you're not bracketing people or putting them into a, like, it's not stereotypical or anything like that. It's not derogatory. But that conversation is now happening. So I think what you can do to help and have an understanding of what we're going through at the moment um, is, just, is listen. The biggest thing you can do is listen. And then once you listen, if you understand, you can help. If you don't understand, then I don't think you can help. But I think by listening, you are you are helping anyway. And I think we should do that across the board. I, I, I feel, how can I put this, it's a bit strong. I feel a bit pity for the, the white van drivers. You know, all right, mate, you know what, get over it. I feel a bit pity for those guys because they need education. It's mm-hmm. it's It's more than just... I'm black, you're white. It's just you're probably at the the bottom half of society and you're lacking in, in money and there's issues in, in, in your life that's causing you to look out your window and see... Uh, I think we've got like two minutes left of the pod. Mm. <laughs> but look outside your window and, and need some sort of uh, fuel to then give you something to say, you know what? Uh, I should be upset about this. I should be upset about that rather than facing the facts that maybe you're in your situation because the government's a bit flawed. Maybe you haven't done as well as you could have done in, in the education circles that you've been uh, operating throughout the schools to then push yourself on a platform that takes you higher. So for me, it is the education. It is the talking. It's the um, trying to understand, you know, try and understand. I want to learn more about Asian culture. I would like to learn more about Jewish culture. I'd like mm-hmm. to all different cultures because for me, then I'll be able to have proper conversations with people okay. and not feel like a nonce. I just uh, in this last two minutes, I'm just going to reference. Has my um, phone died there, Eugene? Wow, I got some battery. I got battery to get home. I like that, man. I'm just going to reference somebody again. It's a white guy. 
Because I'm getting, listen, I'm getting hit up all over the place. You get messages from white people. No, from people. No love, man. <laughs> so listen, from people that I don't necessarily speak to all the time. Yeah, but they're asking me questions, which is the good thing. So they're reaching out. So I was basically saying, um, like we we're talking about narratives and what have you. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that we're immigrants and they want us out. Yeah, but we're, we're not. It's not our country. Go, go back. go back to where you come yeah, from. Yeah, go back. Okay. So his response was, "It's the narrative that makes me laugh. Britain's terrible history." Brits this and Brits that. He said, I'm British. Half of my ancestors, by the looks of it, didn't even come from here until the start of the 1900s. They were Dutch and Austrian. But I'm still British. So what makes us so different? Right? And it's kind of like these people are so uneducated that they don't even realise that they're not even native to this land themselves. Of course they're not. So where do, where do we come from? And then when you go, you want to take it even harder and you go to America... Mm-hmm. And they've completely wiped out an indigenous population of North America. And uh, you want to talk about the Olmecs in South America, it's a completely different podcast, but we'll get onto that in the next episode of uh, the Yeah Buddy Experience Ancient History. (laughs) Yeah, I think we're going to wrap this up. Today has been a bit more of a... A, a somber is it somber 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 one. It's it's been a bit um, a bit more serious than usual. Um, it's a bit more thought provoking, but I think sometimes you gotta have those conversations. I probably wanted to go a bit more to town with some of the stuff I wanted to say, but then I had to be careful because I don't want to get myself in trouble. But um, but um, but no, it's good. I, I said I, I like discussing this stuff, and I think from from having these type of conversations, it helps me understand a bit more mm-hmm. I, I found you were uh, quite an intelligent individual quite not for quite. You, quite just put it there I, always good. Yeah, but it's good to listen to you because I find you are older than myself and you are wiser on certain topics and it allows me to to listen to a different perspective so on that I give you a, a salute salute thank Captain. you brother it's um yeah as I say I, I don't um I don't know everything I know one percent of everything I want to know the more I learn the more I know I don't know so it's this is just an open conversation and I'm not telling everybody that what I'm saying is gospel. It's stuff that I've read and stuff that I'm interested in and I'm just and I'm just regurgitating it on the out on the podcast. So I hope you enjoyed it and I'll see you on the next one. Cool. And as always, yeah, buddy. <laughs>